This time on Kawaii-Fi Radio, it's blown through Japan's box office, so we're talking about the One Piece film, Red. They ate a fruit and turned into a pickle. Pickle Rick. Rickle Shanks. <laughs> <laughs> Red-haired Shanks ate the pickle pickle fruit. <laughs> Luffy, no. I turned myself into a pirate! <laughs> and will we drag another team member kicking and screaming into the world of One Piece fandom? I do kind of want to watch One Piece now. Don't watch it, read it. <laughs> yeah, I agree, I yeah, agree. Yeah, like... You'll get through it so much faster if you just read it. I know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I I know a guy. It's over 9,000! Noni! Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii-fi. Kawaii-fi. Kawaii-fi radio. Kawaii-fi radio. Konnichiwa and welcome. You're tuned in to Kawaii-fi radio, the podcast diving in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and with me are Kenny and Tifa. Hello! Hello! We're in person again! Oh my god! We have been uncoveted. Well, uncoveted. Uh, uncoveted. <laughs> I had the spicy cough, uh, as did Emma. Mm-hmm. We're uh, so spicy. Mm, you guys doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Just energy levels are low. That's not going to happen on this podcast because I'm excited to have people. Because <gasps> I've been so lonely. Company. <laughs> um, this episode, my health is back, <laughs> and then I went out clubbing. So I am let tired. Um, but when talk- we watched an anime movie, I actually did after I got home. I watched it then. Oh, what? I watched it last night. One Seriously? piece. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like that, uh, the experience of that would have been even worse. Yeah, like, right? yeah. Re- Got to recap on it. You were that kid who did all his homework in high school, like. On the day. Look, I'm no. Not the night before, on the day. No, no, no. Um, I, I had to get context. So we're talking One Piece Red, and last night when I got home, I'm like, I wonder what other films there are, because I haven't caught up on it. So just to clarify, I didn't put... put, put I did not watch One Piece Red last night, because obviously it's not out yet. I watched One Piece Gold to get context. Mm. Um, mm. But, <laughs> um, yeah... Uh, Gold is better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, this is look. We got a lot of thoughts on One Piece Red, and we yeah. have thoughts. We, we will. We we'll will share thoughts. We will come yeah. to that in a minute. This is the first time we've actually talked One Piece properly on the podcast. Um, true, true. So this is this is going to be an interesting uh, experience. Um, and uh, yeah, there's. I don't know what to. All right, look, I'm struggling holding my tongue on this. Here's the thing. Uh, I haven't watched much One Piece. I've watched like a bunch of episodes mm. of the Abridged series. <laughs> okay. And I haven't read the manga. So I went into this pretty much blind, not knowing not knowing who any of these people were, how powers worked, except that they ate a fruit mm-hmm. and turned into a pickle. Mm. And, um, yes, <laughs> pickle Rick. And so I watched this as I get to represent... The fresh-faced newcomer audience. Were you confused? Yes. yes. Rickle Shanks. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Red-haired gosh. Shanks ate the pickle pickle fruit. <laughs> Luffy, no. I turned myself into a pirate. <laughs> um, if you are new to the My podcast, welcome. Um, we've also got monthly anime videos on YouTube. There's all sorts of other content. Um, but let's let's take a step back. Okay. Before we get deep into the world of piracy and one piece red um and talk about what we've actually been watching 
I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Ohaya! Hang time! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! What we're watching? The Jeffrey Dahmer story. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 We are no. not. We are not. We are not doing that. This is an anime <laughs> podcast. Damn it. And we're going to stay on topic today. So what you're saying is we need an anime or... No. 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 <laughs> but on the note of voracious murderers, romantic killer. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> so... Tifa, you found this one on Netflix. Yes. And it's amazing? It is probably the best thing that I've seen this season, and I've watched a lot of anime this season. I was saying, and you're a big Bleach fan, too. I am a big Bleach fan. That's a hell of a... That's okay. Hell of an endorsement. Fill us in. What on earth is a romantic killer? So, romantic killer has a very kind of simple premises. So, basically, there is this character, Anzu. She loves her video game. She mm. loves her chocolate. She loves her cat. She basically just stays in cat relate indoors oh God, she's mean. and just like yeah yeah yeah. So she's quite relatable, yeah. right? And um, she's pretty chill. And she gets a new video game that is delivered to her house. Mm. She plugs in this video game or puts the disc in, and she's like. Mm, this seems kind of odd, but she starts the game anyway because, mm. you know, she needs something to play. And um, a wizard pops out of her screen. This <sighs> yellow, weird-looking wizard thing. Oh, okay, so not like the grudge no, and getting no, no, stuck. No, no, like mm. this happy... Mm cute little wizard and basically says the birth rate in Japan is declining and we have created this game in order to increase the birth rate in Japan by creating a real life romantic game like an otome game but in real life do you accept this game and this challenge and she's just like I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I just want to play like actual games. Why the heck would I want to do that? I don't care yeah. about people romantically. Like, you know, yeah. and then the wizard's like, you already press start. Here are the terms and conditions. This is what's going to happen. Oh. And she's like, oh no. <laughs> and as she kind of like goes through this, she does everything mm. she can to stop any of the romantic plots from happening, <laughs> basically. Oh. And they're pretty obvious, right? She's like, oh yeah. yeah, I've seen this in an Otome game before. Like, oh yeah, there's this character, uh, Kazuki, and he's like, um, he's the usual really cool, very mm. good looking guy who's kind of cold to other girls and stuff. And she's like, oh yeah, I know Black what hair, glasses. Is. Uh, he's blonde, doesn't oh. have glasses, um, and he's kind of like very model-esque and stuff like that. Uh. And so he's one of the characters. We also have a childhood best friend that she does <laughs> not remember at all. <laughs> of course not. Called Junta, and he's like this baseball player who's really cool. And you have like other characters and other like pathways this could mm. potentially go down, right? So it's like, it's pretty cheery. You're like, yeah, this is really cool. It's a lot of fun. It's like really mm. really funny like i laugh out loud funny oh yeah um so this is a cursed video game yeah. which magnetizes hot male models to mm. you. dibs kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but the thing is that it matures very quickly so uh. the tone of it changes quite fast so it shifts from that happy go lucky comedy into something a bit darker kind of yeah so mm. we have a really good discussion in this on anxiety and mm. panic attacks with one of the particular characters i don't really want to spoil too much yeah, yeah, but yeah. like um and that storyline starts quite early on but leads to 
kind of a more serious route towards the end as Mm. well, which is quite interesting. Um, There's discussions on kind of, so like the wizard can transform into a human, Mm. Um, little spoiler, but Mm. the wizard doesn't have a, a gender and that is reaffirmed throughout the series as they just call the wizard they them and can change from female to male form as well and um it's like quite interesting the way they do that because ordinarily i feel like they would not bother with self-identification and stuff like that but this wizard just does whatever Mm -hmm. um there is discussions on being forceful and assault Mm -hmm. as well which is really well done yeah i feel like in this series for both males and females that have experienced this wow okay so there is obviously a little bit of a trigger warning in there as well yeah i think that the social issues that are discussed and Mm. i feel like maybe looking back at it like early on the fact that they're discussing the decline in birth rate and all these political things in japan it was going to have these social issues but i don't mm-hmm. think that i really quite realized it because it was just so funny in the yeah. beginning do you feel like it like tackles these issues well yes mm. i think it does a surprisingly good job at looking at all these particular issues without going overboard as well and i think that the way in which it goes down, because this stuff kind of does happen and does readily happen in Japan specifically, in a way, mm. um, I feel like it's just, it's really, really well done because it, you really like get into it because it's just so funny. And then as it slowly shifts and becomes more serious, even though it's mm. still lighthearted, you're like, wow, okay, yeah. like this is really like, and you really feel for it. There's so many like little twists that you just don't expect. And the routes don't always just include the males. Mm. Sounds okay, genuinely so great. So basically yeah. anyone that has like a 0.01% <sighs> chance of possibly being a romantic interest is included. Ah. Yeah. So this, interestingly, um, this is definitely a series that was made for Netflix. And I don't mean that thematically. Mm. I mean just production. It's an ONA, original mm. animation. Runtime varies from episode to episode, which means it was never intended to go on TV. This was intended to go directly to streaming. This isn't a... this. So this series only existed for an English audience last month. Wow. So manga-wise, the first volume only came out in English last month, even though the series was available in Japan through Shonen Jump magazine in 2019 Mm. and the volumes came out around then so there was kind of a lack of popularity in order to create an Mm. english version english translation for the manga but because of the netflix series and the popularity they have started translating it Mm. so the series was the first place winner of the second annual shonen jump vertical scroll manga Mm. awards and in 2020 the series ranked 12 in the next manga awards in the web manga category so it's definitely would have been had had that smaller audience but i think from an international standpoint Mm. yeah um this i mean even getting into awards like that makes it a hot contender Mm. i am can you please send that to me? Yeah, no, I, I, I think we, <coughs> yeah. this is definitely one the, I want to check out. This season of Romantic Killer adapts the entire manga. Yeah, well, the it's whole thing is four there. volumes uh, by the looks of it. And yep. uh, I'm just checking here if that is, like, does it end very, like, It ends solidly? the same. Yeah. It, but the Netflix version has, I feel like it alters it a little bit to keep mm. it open-ended enough to create a second season so that this author can potentially write more than they initially mm-hmm. were able to. No, that's fair enough. Well, that, that's on Netflix um, worldwide. It's uh, worth checking out, I think. Um, 
and we're we're definitely going to have to check it out because that it's very it sounds bingeable. so good. It's very bingeable because like I started it and then I couldn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. There's only twelve episodes. Yeah. Um, all of it dropped October twenty seventh, mm-hmm. so it has been out for a little while. But I guess it's technically part of this season if you look at it that mm-hmm. way. Um, okay. Uh, we'll come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think we've got a lot to say um, on that. I'm going to get this one out of the way first. Lacorus Recoil. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I regret not watching this earlier. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen the memes and stills and stuff floating around everywhere. It looks adorable. Shut best girl. <laughs> but uh, would you mind uh, explaining the plot to me? Okay. Lacorus Recoil is in a future version of Japan where there's been a disaster and... That's all I'm going to say. No, <laughs> Basically, there's a government agency that goes around and is maintaining the peace. And that does mean, like, killing off, like, people before they cause a mm. dangerous situation. So there might have been someone who was about to shank someone and this army of Lycoris, um agents are, like, taking them out and all that. The so opening- we're talking full minority report. Yeah. Killing them before the crime takes yeah. place. Well, when just as the crime is about to take place. It's so that the public view of the world is not that Japan is dangerous, it's that Japan is safe. Japan is always safe. Japan cannot not be safe after that disaster happened. All right. And this this agency has been set up for it. And it focuses on Chisato and uh, Inoue, who... Um, she, you know, you start off, she was on a mission where there was like a gun deal going down and she took um, action into her own hands to prevent one of her fellow Lacoris being killed, despite headquarters saying no, um, wait for backup. And she then gets basically kicked out of headquarters and is sent out to Chisato's cafe where they operate from. So they do all sort of public stuff there, but it's... It's so beautifully animated. Like it's Anaplex, um, so you know, A one and all that. Um, and it's yeah, it's really well done. Mm. It's eye captures as well are beautiful. And this series, because it has those Lycoris flowers all across it, they've had to change. Um, I think we mentioned this a little while ago. They mm. had to change some of the official artwork because yeah. the flower is actually poisonous. And there was a picture where... Um, Someone was eating one? Well, they had it hanging out their mouth. Oh, oh. And if you do that, you can get yeah. poisoned. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the cosplayers would be doing exactly. photos of, oh, oh, bad. Exactly. So they went, no, they put out a big public statement mm. on all of the chorus's like, public menu and went, do not do this. That was a mistake for us to do. It is actually highly dangerous. Here's the details. Mm. And they actually did a pretty good job of it. I mean, admittedly, you know, if it's... It's Sony, Anaplex, A1 in that sequential cassetting order. So you know that if Sony sees something dangerous there, they will put yeah. out that public information, which you know is one of their good spot, good points. Um, but it's look, this this was amazing. I haven't finished it yet. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, I started watching. I went yes. <laughs> it's it's beautifully animated. It's fast paced. The combat is fantastic. <clears throat> Action. Girls with guns is yeah. what the official Wikipedia entry says for the genre. <laughs> Not even kidding. Um, Girls and, with guns is an entire genre. Yeah, I mean it's a Sinan series as well. It's not show, shojo or shonen or you know aimed at. Um, this is aimed at the older audience. And um, 
you know, it's it's good. It's now getting a manga adaptation. Um, it's got a new light novel adaptation as well. Um, I wish they had done them before instead of after because I feel like it's just too late. Like if like the the series is there and it's good. Yeah. No, no need to you know turn it in. It's like you know we created an original anime and now. That's quickly going, like, you know. <laughs> Sometimes they, like, do it as more of a spin-off. Mm. But, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the light novels is called Lacorus Recall Ordinary Days, and I don't know if that oh, okay. is, like... Is that going to be, like, for Mofu? Oh, it's a spin-off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, It's yeah. a spin-off, so, yeah. <clears throat> um, and that's uh, going to be published on Dengeki Bunko imprint. In Japan. So there you go. Um, first version has been released September 9th. So yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked it out, uh, it's on Crunchyroll worldwide. It's fantastic. It's good fun. The character interactions, the design, the action, everything's very well paced. And I, I really disappointed in myself that I didn't watch it earlier. It became a favorite for a reason. Yeah. Like a lot of people really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Me. Kenny. <laughs> You? <laughs> Bleach. Yes, I've been... Uh, Drinking it. Through your eyes. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> so you be, you went back to watch original Bleach. I did. I uh, wanted to sort of... <laughs> oh, the groan. <laughs> As a Bleach fan, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to catch up on Thousand Years of Blood War mm. because you were talking about it a fair mm. bit. And I'm just like, okay... um. I'm going back to my child. Here's the thing. <clears throat> this was basically one of the animes which really started me down this whole weebish path. Mm-hmm. And later on, I learned to, that I really didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I understood what a bloody Mary Sue was and that Ichigo is. And um, I just... Oh, there's... There's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of that whole, you know, that 2006 spirit of anime. You know, you had that yeah. mate in the playground who was always talking about anime who had the dyed hair and stuff like that. <laughs> this is Me? just sort of... <laughs> I'm kidding, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of, uh, you know, that one person who just sort of mm. occasionally sneaks in Japanese word into casual cadence and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this reminded me of that mate. Oh, so what you're saying is original Bleach has aged poorly and makes you feel cringy. It's not that it's aged poorly. It's that it is a time capsule to mm. a, a different generation somehow. It's like it itself isn't anything that's so different from any other anime you might see. But Especially now because like if you look at, take Jujutsu Kaisen for mm-hmm. example, mm. um, the author of that specifically said that they took a lot from Bleach and a lot of other authors have done yeah. so and, as oh, well. Oh, the parallels are yeah, pretty significant. Yeah, so yeah. like you see that a lot of anime nowadays has taken from a lot of anime from the past. Well, obviously. I mean, Chainsaw so Man feels, as well. You know, yeah. There's but it is it like... It is sort of like visiting an old friend mm. and just remembering that they had cr- taste in music. My gods. You can't say that word. Oh, no. It's all right. I've censored you. <laughs> in post. It's just, dude, the soundtrack is... It has its like nice little bits, but oh, some of the tracks. This is really interesting to hear, though, because a lot of other people that I've heard talk about Bleach say that the soundtrack is the best thing about the original Bleach anime. That mm. is the number one consensus that I've heard. I'd say the who, best things like, are the OP and the ED. I mean, on that's, each that's series, fair, but like, but not the actual 
soundtrack during the episode. Kind of no. I think that's kind of interesting, though, because mm. I think a lot of people have said they really enjoy I'll Bleach specifically them. because of the music as well, because the music adds something different to it. So. But, I mean, that might be in reference to the OP and ED. Like, a lot of people don't no, understand the difference. No, a lot of people difference. like the, the music that happens oh, during okay. fight sequences and stuff oh, that really okay. elevates certain um, arcs as well. So, I think hmm. that's okay, cool. interesting. But as someone that did not get through the original anime and just read the manga as a child, it was like yeah. one of the first mangas I went out of my way to read. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I started... Man, like I could read the notes and they were so good. Like, oh my God. The, oh, that, yeah, so the, yes. the use of that C sharp mm. in the Battle of Ichigo and the Taco <laughs> Man was amazing. No. <laughs> and just this was one of those animes like... I mean, every shonen has something like mm. this where it just has... A cast of bloody thousands. Yeah. And every time they get into the slightest battle with any one of these people, it's time for my flashback and my deep emotional story. <laughs> and then we'll all hang out in Ichigo's room, which keeps getting bigger somehow to yes. fit more people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Vegeta's in there somewhere now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's hiding in the closet. He's like, hello. Yes, I, I was now an enemy. Now I am part of the team. This is the Dragon Ball formula. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you guys have been watching interesting things, drop it in the comments below, either on social media or on YouTube. There's plenty to watch this season. My lord, um, we've... Man, there's a lot of good shows this season. I think we're going to have to do a segment later where we just rush back to stuff we've missed. Well, that that's what we were planning to do for the next episode. There's but too next, much stuff. There's too much stuff. Like, yeah, it's like we just pick them and then we just keep picking them and well, try to constantly play catch up. So are, are you saying next episode we do like a... Because next episode we do need to talk Naruto's 20th anniversary yep. because mm. after yep. that, I think that's our second last show of the year, actually. Um, and then um, f- try and shove in there like, okay... Next, what we're watching uh-huh. is a back catalogue what we're watching. So we all can go and watch, talk about something else from this year that we haven't talked about before. All right. Cool. I think that would be the best way to handle it. And that gives us a chance to go and an excuse to go and raid the back catalogue while this <laughs> season is ongoing. Because, my God, this season is intense. Um, now, let's talk about One Piece Red. Kawaii Fire Radio. We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club. Okay, but do we have to? Yes. Damn. <laughs> this is the story of Man about... Man <laughs> no. What is about this how story my life about? Came upside down. <laughs> um, no, this, this is the story of a young boy who is loses it? his family and goes and finds his sister, who's not technically blood-related to him. And then goes on a hunt to fight demons. Is that what happened? No, no. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we had the, the Demon Slayer sting. Now, One Piece Red. Um, wow, where to start? <laughs> so this is our first time actually in-depth talking about a One Piece product, series, show, film or anything. Aside from me just saying, hey, I'm reading the manga. Mm. Um, man, I have thoughts. <laughs> This is the story of a girl. Highest grossing One Piece film so far, I think. Really? Yeah, it's done really well. Um, it is Surprising. very popular with the critics. Not so English much critics. with the fans. <laughs> English critics, yeah. Yeah, and that checks out as well. So, One Piece Red centers on Yuta, the red, uh, redhead shanks uh, 
ex-musician and daughter and Monkey D. Luffy's childhood friend, and she promised she would build a new era of freedom by performing joyful music for the world. Luffy and the Straw Hat crew arrive at her first ever live concert where many fans have gathered to enjoy the diva's otherworldly singing, but due to a childhood trauma, Uta bears a deep-seated hatred for pirates. Her happy reunion with Luffy is cut short when she learns that he has since become one, and Luffy's refusal to change his ways results in Uta unleashing the powers her powers on the Straw Hats. So, there's... Uh, Without spoiling too much of how this works, yeah. <laughs> so first, first thing we need to get out like the way: what can and can't mm. we spoil about this? Look, I think I think there's enough room with it. It's technically non-canonical, um, mm-hmm. even though Shanks canonically has a daughter. Um, yes, I a don't, child. A child. Um, I don't know if Uta is it. Firstly, Uta is um, the Japanese word for sing. Mm-hmm. So. This has got a lot of music in it. Yep. Yes. In the first 30 minutes, there are six songs. This is too much. Mm. Like, if that was spread out through the rest of the film, mm. that would be fine. And here's the thing. I think we mentioned on the pre-show, my whole uh, experience with One Piece comes from watching the Abridged series <laughs> and only a few episodes of that. I went into this as sort of like, uh, I'm the representation of the newbie audience. I yeah. have no idea what's going on. I have no idea who these people are. Do you still and so have I entered, no idea what's going on? Yes. <laughs> um, and so I w- walked into this thinking, wow. So One Piece has a lot of music in it. One Piece has like a lot of singing or something. Does it? No. <laughs> no, it really does like not. a lot. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm not even mad if it was a musical. Like, it's just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Music's cool. She's a good singer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look, look I, I think first things first. The music is good. Yeah, like, somewhat. Well, look. There's some songs that I was like, th- There are some songs which are a bit, <laughs> but I, I thought they, like, for the most the part, they were. was good. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was Anger, which was at about the 30-minute mark. Yeah, that was, that was good. really yeah. good. Um, but, yeah. It was just, there was too much. It was all about the music, not about the story. And because of that, the pacing suffers. Mm-hmm. It pacing really suffers. Um, because we're not just talking like a couple of little musical bits. These are full-length songs. But it's yeah. Also, yeah, it's also like they could have gone two ways about it. They could have just kept the music to one singular concert scene. Yeah. Or they could have spread it out a lot more, which they didn't really do. No. It was just odd placing of the songs as well. Like you have a flashback and then you're like, and... And her voice doesn't change as well, and she's younger. Yeah. They have the same singer, and her voice sounds exactly the same. It doesn't. I don't have know. If it, I don't know if it sounded exactly yeah, the same, but it was very similar. obvious it was like the same singer trying to sound younger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, animation was good. We can definitely say that. Like animation was pretty sharp. There were some weird elements when during mm. the singing, and I think that was to try and imply because of how her power works mm. that the the singing does do other things yeah. uh, that are otherworldly, which is very good. Um, and they did a good job with that, I think. Pretty sure I had a seizure in the final battle sequence. Yeah, there's a lot of colour. There's a lot there's of, a lot there's of a lot colour. colour. It's so <laughs> sparkly and shiny. <laughs> um, but the one big criticism I have from it, just from an animation point of view, the transitions are too quick. Mm. You, you are jumping from one shot to another to another with very yeah, fast pacing that it makes it hard to watch. And mm. I, I had to actually look away from the screen several mm. times because I was like, wow, that's just like, it's bordering on strobing, bordering yeah. on being problematic for those who have epilepsy. Mm. Um, and that's, that's concerning for something that's going to be in cinemas and that should be a warning mm. on it. Um, uh, 
I didn't like it. I don't think I liked it. I did not like it. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Like the the concept, the idea of Uta, the, the power, the plot line, the plot line good. was yeah. good. The implementation yeah. isn't great. It it's all over the place. The pacing is shocking because it's more focused on having the songs in there as the performance. It feels like the songs are there as the core part mm. and the plot is just the secondary part to get you to the songs. And that shouldn't be the case for One mm. Piece. Like th- There was a fantastic story buried in this mm. and it's been just implemented terribly. Don't get me wrong. I actually do kind of want to know more about One Piece now. Like mm-hmm. after I've met the sort of the main characters and mm-hmm. seen the crazy stuff that they can do like later in their sort of power level. Mm-hmm. I do kind of want to watch One Piece now. Yeah. Mm. Look, don't watch it, read it. <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, like, read it, get up to, like, when You'll we have... You'll get through it so much faster if you yeah. just read it. Fair enough. Well, in, in the time that I read 500 chapters, and that is equivalent, because of the filler, to 600 episodes. Wow. Yeah. And <laughs> I could not have watched 600 episodes in that time. I, actually, I kind of want to... I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know a guy. Know a guy. I, I'm thinking I'm going to set up a competition between me and him. He's going to watch the anime. I'm going to read the manga. I mean, we'll see how far, <laughs> how far I get to him. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so, look, um, I, I think with One Piece Red, there's a, there's a few things we do need to cover off on this. So, Oh, boy, are we yeah. talking about suicide cults? <laughs> Oh, look, um, <laughs> I don't know without if I can spoiling talk about anything, Uta's character design and the voice actor performance in the Japanese dub, mm. fantastic. Mm. And yeah, th- I, this is the quality you would expect of a franchise this like. Yeah, I loved her as Todoroki in My Hero Academia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah def- definitely not the same actor at all, no. Um, and... This is kind of a polarizing film in the fandom. Like, it's two hours for starters. Yeah, it's, it's very long. It's and it very feels long. long. It does. Um, and then, you know, there's also the issue of. Uh, look, I'm just I'm just going to go and read some of the reviews here over on um, my anime list to kind of give it. Now, this is the number one responded review. It says not recommended. Two stars. I'd like to acknowledge that this is firstly a non-canonical film, although we'll get back to this. It's non-canonist doesn't change the fact that although being a movie that doesn't inscribe in the timeline, it's pretty incoherent. The movie is a huge purge to watch and I've seen a lot of people online stating that this is an incredible movie. They should use these words more carefully. It has a lot of objective flaws that are not my opinion, that are, in my opinion, are simply made here to attract fans. At Wow. Look, Ali Lagini, apologies, but you need to... Grammar. Yeah. um, So the good part of the uh, movie, songs are great. Uta's singer does a pretty good job. She sings well, and some of the songs are pretty good. Uh, Most of these are the kind of Disney princess songs, however, where Mm. they caricature just talk caricature just talks the character talks about her feelings and it's really cliche i wonder if this bloke's a victim of autocorrect no or maybe english isn't their first language uh well ali legini might maybe his first language is french or maybe he's a genie well he's speaking he's speaking english better than i can speak french so uh (laughs) yeah um i'll i'll abbreviate the rest but basically if you're a one piece fan you probably won't enjoy it and if you're not a One Piece fan, you won't understand it. Yes. yes. So who is it for? Yeah. 
because that's that's kind that's of the, the issue. question I had as well after watching it. I was like, if you hadn't seen it or read it or didn't even know anything, you really don't know what's going on, especially because mm. they firstly don't really even explain the devil fruit that much in it and secondly mm-hmm. the powers go beyond what the devil fruit can do yeah. in the actual story of one piece like the powers are like ridiculous yeah. and it's just overpowered as heck and there's so much going on that doesn't even relate to eating a devil fruit no and it, it's it's strange it, it doesn't feel good no like it's yeah. I also, know. we barely even see Luffy and yeah. Zoro and Nami and all that. Like, we don't see the crew for very much of this film. And that would be okay if, well, yeah. we still don't really see Shanks as much. We see him more than I thought we would. Yeah, but I like, thought he was just going to show up. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, Uta's story needed to be good enough that we didn't need those characters. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're just sat there kind of wondering, oh, where is everyone? Like, what, what's happening oh, on this another side song. of the story? Yeah. Let's, let's, you know, like... I mean, to be fair, as we've seen this sort of thing in, like, a bunch of different shonen one-shot movies mm. where they just sort of introduce a new character and it's just like, you have to care about them now. Make me. Well, I mean, Make me take care about Jujutsu them. Kaisen Zero, for example. Oh, yeah. okay, they but that stands out. They did a really good job is... at introducing new characters, mm-hmm. using a known character, Gojo, to start that introduction and then yeah. carrying on within this other storyline. So it could have been quite simple and they could have mm. really made it work with Luffy's connection to her as well and then had her storyline continue on with Shanks, but they... Oh, I'm thinking more along the lines of like your Naruto one-shot movies in the Bleach ones. Yeah. Where the Bleach films weren't canon, were they? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. no. no, no. And yeah, they would introduce like a new character who you have to be sympathetic to and just like, kind of no. I mean, that's what we had with the third My Hero Academia film. Like the first two were quite good and the third one just felt like it was a cash grab, the World Heroes mission. Yeah, it was. It it was middling at best, Mm -hmm. like... No, they can't all be gems. They can't all be gems. Um, and to be honest, I, I'm glad it's not canon because it's mm. just ugh, like there, w- there wasn't anything massively memorable about it mm. outside of the main cast. And they tried to make you fall in love with you know this other character, and it's like you've just thrown him in there and we're meant to like him. That's mm. not enough. You need to establish this character. You need to build the relation with it. Mm. And I th- look, I think with One Piece. Red, they did. They tried. They yeah, did they, the, they did try to like create some sort of tangent. They gave her a flashback. Something connects you to yeah. Utah as well. Well, I mean, but. also just like the warmth of the interaction mm. between her and Luffy on that first meeting. Yeah. Um, that, that showed you that, yeah, they had put some thought mm. into this. But I think that my opinion is that there probably was some clause in this contract about how much music had to be in there. Mm. And they weren't sure how to throw it in. Yeah, and I th- wasn't it Achiro the creator who's like you know oh I was really excited to make uh, to share this story. Yes. I don't know if he was excited to share it in this style, and I think mm. that's kind of the he yeah. There was a lot of interviews saying that he had talked about doing this movie for a very long time mm-hmm. and had discussed it previously. He had these ideas for it, so I do wonder whether those ideas actually you know yeah it happened the way that he intended if it translated well mm. to yeah. film because it, it feels like a lot of fluff 
that's what yeah. this movie feels like. Like, I think if they cut an hour out of it, made it two filler episodes, it would yeah. have been fine. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was going to say as well. Like, I think this could have worked really well as like a small two or three yeah. episode arc. Yeah. And they, they could have had one big song in the middle of each episode yeah. and they could have, you know, fully utilised the song that way. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas... Yeah, utilized. Um, I wasn't planning to do that, but let's just, I'm just going to roll with it and pretend it was on purpose. Um, the, the way it's been handled, it feels like everything takes a backseat to the music. Even like the songs which go for like 30 seconds, and you're like, we could have done without that. Mm-hmm. Like we could have used incidental music there or just music without singing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, whenever something happens, singing happens alongside it. And that would be okay if it was a standalone film. I like, mean, I get sticking to a motif, but uh, lay off. It's just not really well integrated, no. yeah, I think is the thing. And I, I remember you you said like when the opening happened, you were really taken aback by how the music just kicked in straight away and yeah. it felt really at odds with the sound mm. and experiences of the previous One Piece films. Yeah, and yeah. I got that as well. Mm. Like, I'm like, surely it can't it's be that It's so bad. early on as and well. It's just and it's just boom, you know, straight like, oh, in. Okay. You're like, oh, okay, we're going there. Okay. I just think between this and Belle, I'm kind of turned off musicals. I mean, look, <laughs> I don't think there's necessarily... I, I think Japan can do musical-focused ba- anime mm. quite well. And, I mean, look at K-On! Look, oh, yes. look at, you know... Um, oh, new one this season. Uh, Bocce, Bocce the, the Rock. It's mm. adorable. I, oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to watch it because I love K-On! And I'm just mm. like, this looks like K-On! But- K-On! and Komi Can't Communicate. Oh! Combined together? A little bit. Oh. Komi is much, much cuter, but... Of course, it's Komi. <laughs> but she is, um, she, she, she is a small guinea pig. Oh. <laughs> a guinea pig? <laughs> she is a small, nervous guinea pig that needs love. But I mean, like, fundamentally, musical anime doesn't... Like, music-centric anime doesn't have to be all about the songs. It can be about the experience, the performance, the stuff behind the scenes, you know, how everything interconnects. And I understand in this case, you know, Uta is using singing as a way to use her power. And okay, fair enough. But you need to temper that. You need to Mm. balance it with the story so one doesn't overpower the other. Mm -hmm. And that haven't done a good job of that. It's it's all about the singing. If you are not a musical fan, you will hate this film. Mm. Like if you do not like music centric anime, you will not be able to watch it. You will be skipping the songs. And the problem is is, that's like an hour of the film. (laughs) Well, you you miss part of the plot by doing it. Mm. And that's that's not good. Like if people are willing to like if when this goes to home media, people are going to skip those songs. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like, people are going to skip forward and go get back to the plot, get back to the plot. And they're going to be done in an hour. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's... And they're also going to be confused because they're going to have missed things that happened during the singing. Mm. Um, Yeah, look... And I know this sounds a lot like we're bagging it out and there are a lot of good standout points to it, but narratively, Mm. it's a bit of a mess. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm... You'll have a look online and you will see very polarising views. Like, the... And a lot of references to Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Uh. That was weird. Um, (laughs) So if you search One Piece Film Red in Google, the top review is one star and it has all of the Kanye West Wikipedia entry just copy-pasted in. I don't know why. I believe the reference to this is that... um, everyone started jumping onto like the comment section of one of his songs and shouting, the one piece is real. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know why, probably something thought up on Reddit or the mm. chance. Who knows where these things are born from? 
But I believe that's the link. It's just that they are linking between that and mm. this by referencing... For whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> it was like when Shia LaBeouf was called a cannibal. There was no rhyme or reason for it. Oh, People just so went with it. Though. It was brilliant, that. <laughs> Actual cannibal. You're Shia walking LaBeouf. through the woods and your phone is dead. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we, we've we've gone through the not recommended and the recommended we, review. We I, prefer to like give good reviews. We for do, stuff but, but on this um, channel. So we've gone the... through the not recommended review. The recommended review, I can't agree with a single point that's been said in it. Mm. Like it. I mean, like personally, I do think the last maybe the last thirty to forty hours. minutes yeah. of the film were actually decent. Mm. I think the storyline that they went through there that kind of finishes it off mm. is pretty good and more akin to one piece itself in comparison to the hour it, that preceded it well it's, but <laughs> it's it, it literally feels like the first hour and a half is all set up to showcase uta mm. and you know set it up and then they can quickly resolve it whereas if you removed yeah. all of that setup streamlined the story so that it actually focused on the story not the music mm. you could have completed this film in an hour yeah and that to me is why the pacing is bad mm. because if you need to fill in a film your film shouldn't be that long it doesn't need to be two hours either because most anime films are an hour and a half and Mm -hmm. that's just standard right they could have cut out some are an hour some are less than that like it's just this is one of those ones that would have benefited from being a series or part of a series rather than a full movie or something Mm. Actually, yeah, if they had done this as a... I mean, we said this earlier, but if they had done this as a three-part OVA, it'd be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, release it as that, and then they can do the film version of it afterwards and put that in the cinemas. Do you know what I did love, though? I loved seeing Usopp dressed up as a Kiss member in the therapy. (laughs) Beautiful. I was like, wow, I really love these outfits that they're going for. (laughs) And Chopper with his all his glow sticks in there. Also the bear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just like sorry. every now and then. Doop, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So there's a bear character who's from one of the other crews and he's got like a... Man, how do you explain it? He's got like a backpack <laughs> which puts out flags yeah. and lights and it has Uta's branding on it. Mm-hmm. Like very hardcore, like idol-esque, yeah, yeah. like fanboy. And, and it's it just developed kind of... a fault where it just activates every now and then <laughs> while he's talking. And then he yeah, excuse Apollo, and he's like, sorry. And then someone will be saying something serious, and he he's like, sorry. I respect that comedy. I think the comedy elements that were interlaced throughout it were done well. And I think importantly the characters stayed true to their personalities like yes. the existing characters i mean obviously for kenny you haven't seen that but it's still them mm. it's not you know completely removed from reality like we've yeah. seen that with some of the uh, early non-canon dragon ball films where characters will be, behave completely at odds to mm. their personality like you know goku being okay with killing someone for instance like yeah. that's you know completely against his thought pattern so yeah go figure um but yeah, look, uh, One Piece Film Red will be coming to Crunchyroll, I believe, in the new year. Um, that's that's the latest details that we've seen online. Whether that pans out and is true, we're not sure because it hasn't been officially announced by yeah. Crunchyroll. This has been by third parties stating where it's meant to be It heading. also hasn't been announced whether or not it's coming to streaming services in Japan specifically either. Yeah. So, and this came out in Japan around... June, July, and a lot of critics mm. weren't particular fans of this. Japan either, critics so. didn't like it. Japan yeah. audiences, for the most part, were very mixed. Yeah. And 
international critics love it and they don't I think they completely missed the point of it yeah. in those reviews because all they do is talk about the music, which is the same thing that happened with Bell. They they talk about mm. the music and ignore plot holes. And mm. that's you know, this isn't about the music. It is a film. It is about the story first and foremost. Mm. The music can be used to elevate it. Yeah. It's not the focus. Mm. Um that you know, that's the point of the medium, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. So if this was a stage sure. show or if they straight up said yeah. this is a musical film, which it is not listed as mm. Sure, but mm, it, it needs to be a balancing act and you can't you know, just focus on one thing and say, yeah, this is a five-star film when it's like, yeah, five-star in five the star music. Concert. <laughs> yeah, it's a five-star concert, yeah, yeah. Like, it, there's, there's got to be a balance. You've yeah. got to take everything into account. That would be like saying Neon Genesis is the best anime of all time because of the mecha combat. It's like okay, let's let's not talk about you know how confusing yeah. some of the concepts are for audience members. Let's mm-hmm. not talk about how some of the character interactions are at odds with this, that, and the other, or how this is missing. Or you know, like I love Neon Genesis, but I'm aware it's not perfect, and I'm not going to go. It's a ten out of ten because everything has room for improvement. There hasn't. I don't think we've ever reviewed anything as straight up ten stars. We're normally eight or nines because there is mm, always room to sure. add more or balance things more that would improve aspects for the audience. And that's good because we need that room to improve. Mm-hmm. But if you come out straining, this is like the best thing ever, you've missed the point. Like, it's not. Well, you probably just need to watch more things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and this, this is something we talked about as well. Like, the, the spectacle... Mm. Of seeing it at a cinema yes. as opposed to watching it critically. Mm. Belle, if you went and saw that in the cinema, you'll know that from a spectacle, mm. it was a beautiful experience. Mm. But the moment you dig deeper, once you've watched that the second or third time to actually look at it and learn about the story, you realize where those flaws are. And One Piece Red is exactly the same. If you saw Belle or this in the cinema, the music would be bigger, more impactful because, you know, you've got that surround sound mm. and it would really just sort of like, you know, hum with your body. But. Mm. Yeah, as is. I feel like it would feel really cool and amazing for the like moment. It, for the moment, you know, mm. like it just—that's how it I kind mean, of yeah. feels. Like you're like, oh yeah, this is a cool concert. Yeah. Well, I and mean, then the story doesn't really take off. As I mean, much it's the—it's the same difference with watching Dragon Ball Z Broly in the cinema and at home, mm. yeah, because yeah. of that surround sound, you feel it through your whole body, and the, you do do have that with One Piece film in the cinema. Like you feel it through mm. your whole body yeah. because of the you know beautiful sound system. But I can imagine the moment this goes to home media, it's mm. probably going to tank rating-wise. Um, I reckon so. Um, Especially it, if you are actually doing something else while watching it or if you look away from the screen for a moment, I feel like you could very oh. easily miss something because of how fast it cuts from one thing to another. I, I also found that the subtitles, in the because I watched the Japanese version, were too quick during the singing. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't keep up with them. Mm. Um, and that's a lot considering how much I watch anime. Mm. Um, it just was too quick, those transitions. Um, and it had a lot of important information in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you miss it, like if you're in the cinema, you can't rewind. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, this is true. You, you, if you wanted to do that, then put multiple lines of the text mm. on the screen to allow people the time to catch up. I already heard all the songs mm-hmm. and already knew all the lyrics so i don't think it mattered as much yeah, for me when fair. i watched it because the first song that it opens with is the main song on the soundtrack mm-hmm. and that was number one in japan for a short while and then yeah. it dropped quite quickly quite suddenly. Wow. but yeah that's a shame i mean i have to like i know we we are banging on a bit here 
Um, the music is fantastic. Like the, the singer did a phenomenal job. Like um, genuine talent has gone mm-hmm. into every mm-hmm. element of she's, this. It's just yeah. She's also the singer in Bubble on Netflix as well. Oh. So she does some of the songs in that as well. So yeah, um, I'm just having a look at the director because this is kind of the person who's to blame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh. Tanaguchi Goro. <laughs> um, and to be honest, there's no reason. He shouldn't be good on this. He was the director for Code Geass Season 1 and 2. He was the storyboard artist for Summer Space Dandy. He is... I mean, that explains some of the later visuals. Um, He was the director for Planetess, which is phenomenal sci-fi. He did storyboarding for Yu-Gi-Oh! The original series. He was director for Junketsu no Mariah. Is that the... Oh, Mariah the Virgin Witch. That's an oldie. Oh, right. Oh, no, it's not. That's 2015. What am I thinking of? All right, whatever. Look, a lot of of Code Gear stuff, uh, including Akito the Exile, so the original creator for that. Um, So that says a lot. Um, Gunnick Sword... Wow. Revisions. Oh, my God. They did a One Piece um, movie in 1998. Oh, the... Was that just a retrospective? director... Defeat really? the pirate Ganzak? Yeah. It's rated a 6.7, so that's... Similar rating to what One Piece Red currently has on <laughs> IMDb. On IMDb? Um, yeah, that that's about right. On uh, my anime list, it's on a 7.99. Yeah. It shouldn't be. It's... Look... It's not a bad film, but it's... You just it's say that Romantic Killer is a far higher um, rating than that on my anime list as well, so... Yeah. I mean, oh! <laughs> what, what is it now? What is it? Uh... I can't remember what it is on I'm, there. It's I'm, like I'm 7 fine. Point no, it's higher. 8.21. Not bad. It's, it's going up. There you go. So. It's like 8.9 or something on IMDb. Wow. Some of the episodes are really highly rated. Yeah. Like, I remember scrolling through my anime list to look for the worst rated ones. <laughs> I remember that. You it poor took, sod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it took me so long to get through the eight scores on that. Mm. And eight, like, I think an eight score is the hallmark of a good anime. Mm-hmm. Mm, like, I agree. Within reason, um, you, do, you like, do not listen to ratings while a show is airing. Mm-hmm. You mm. wait until it's done. Mm-hmm. And you know this is what we've seen with like Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. People were like, this is the best rated. Everyone immediately gave it a 10. And it's like, guys, the first episode dropped an hour ago. <laughs> like, the first you... episode was a 10. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, first episode might be a 10, but it's a episode. It's okay, it's okay. And we've got... <laughs> What, 50 episodes to get through? Like, we've got to wait yeah. till the end. Yeah. Don't um, let hype cloud your judgment. It's still already, though, better than the original anime. Oh, yeah. Like, Bleach Thousand oh, Year the Blood War. animation like, looks so crisp. It's incredible. I mean, I did cry my eyes out in the first episode, but mm. I mean, I'm just an emotional sod. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I keep getting, like, new related anime. Music, 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 music. I'm like, oh. I mean, we had an like? episode ages ago of like the animes that make you cry. We did, and yeah, there's a there's a good fair few. There, of there, them. there is actually one of those is in our news this week as well. Hey, yeah. So we'll have to come to that in a moment. But look, um, in in all honesty, I can't recommend One Piece Film Red if you're a fan of One Piece. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of music, if you enjoyed Bell. 
where you're there for the spectacle of the music and the experience, then yeah, see it in the cinema, but I wouldn't watch it at home unless you've got a massive sound system. If you're a newbie, you'll be intrigued, but I don't think you'll be grabbed. Well, I, I do think it is a poor introduction to One Piece. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't provide you... Not a good you... starting point. My no. fault. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just think, like, if you're if you're going to watch, um, like, a One Piece film to introduce yourself to it, you should watch the um, the one where it does, like, the recap mm. of, like, the character introductions and the Alabaster arc. Because mm. those introduce... And, I mean, watch the films, don't watch the series, just skip it. Because, <laughs> firstly, it's old. <laughs> has not aged well. Voice acting has evolved substantially since yeah. then and it's gotten better. I just reconfirmed that the Abridged series is a thing. The voice acting is great in it. You know what? I kind of want to watch the One Piece Abridged series. <laughs> like, they, I'm kind of down for that. They make uh, Luffy's voice that of like a, a parody of Sean Connery. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> one of the first I'm guys is the guy with the, the uh, metal drawers just like, yeah. I look like a Bond villain and there's oh some guy god. running around who sounds like Sean Connery. Something is about to go down! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did I mean, you see that lad? I boast his spleen right out his tear duct. <laughs> I was gonna say, I can't, I used to be able to do a good Sean Connery impersonation, but now I rely on yours. It's so much better. <laughs> Now you can only do an impression of Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine is quite a beautiful man. He does do a uh, a wonderful role of being a butler and making sure you're well looked after. If you go down a little bit deeper in the voice. This is a story about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. When the Batman moved in below my house. <laughs> anyway. New um, podcast idea. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> film reviews as told by Michael Caine. <laughs> um, George 3D did not need to exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it didn't. Um, look, if, I, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, if we're giving One Piece Film Red a rating out of 10, where would you put it? Hard five. Hard five. I was going to say five as well. I'm going to say four. Like, yeah. Like, I've seen better, I've seen worse. I mean, look. I feel like the end part elevates it. Elevates it. For it. Me. Like, yeah. the first hour and a half, like a two and a half. Mm. And then after that, an eight. Mm. Like, that last, well, eight's probably a bit. Maybe like a seven. Maybe seven. A six seven to six or yeah. seven, yeah. It's it's good, but it, it's it's held back by what happens before. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Now that we've done with ruining your afternoon. Um, sorry. <laughs> Gomenasai. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Um, let's get on to some anime news. Kawaii Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Ooh, controversy time. <laughs> Wait, that was the rest of the episode. There's no controversy this news. <laughs> oh, so we're not talking about Twitter. No, no. we're not talking about Twitter or Pixiv. Oh, That's okay. on the pre-show. We <laughs> don't um, talk about Elon. No, no. <laughs> Actually, on that note, during this show, uh, Donald Trump's had his Twitter account reinstated by Elon Musk. <laughs> didn't everyone vote no on the poll, though? They did, but Elon doesn't <laughs> care. He's like, this This is not a democracy. <laughs> he looked at the poll and said, screw the rules, like, I, I have money. Whatever I want. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, it's, oh, God. Um, cool. So, avoiding politics. <laughs> um, always plenty of stuff talking about uh, to talk about in the news. Um, there's been a lot the past two weeks, but nothing, there, there hasn't been 
anything massively stand out it feels like like we've had lots of sequels announced we've had lots of information on new and up and coming shows mm. trailers artwork songs dropped um but outside of that it's kind of been a little bit la- oh actually no there is one important thing we do need to talk about first which is not controversial and is quite wonderful <laughs> studio ghibli is animating a star wars short yes, zen yes. grogu and the dust bunnies that's the image there, mm. Kenny. There's like a little thing on Disney Plus as well that you can click on for it now. Oh, well. so cute. So yeah, look, anything Ghibli, we tend to be pretty interested in, especially uh, when it's uh, got the dust bunnies in there. Yeah, Ghibli and Disney have had a long-running relationship. Well, <laughs> it kind of went up and down for a while there. Mm. Oh yeah, um, but it exists. It does exist. <laughs> it does exist that relationship. But look, that's uh, is that on Disney Plus now? Or is it just like they've got the preview for it? I don't know if it's like completely on Disney Plus yeah. now, but there is a banner for it. There so, is a banner. I mean, Let me, I'm, I'm, I can click on it. Hold on. I'm going to open up the article and actually, you know, <laughs> instead of just reading the headline, um, it uh, will start streaming on the Disney Plus service on Saturday, 3 a.m., uh, 5 p.m. Japanese Standard Time. Uh, that was last weekend, so it's out now. That's what I. Yeah. but I didn't want to say just in yeah. case I was wrong. Look, it, it's 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 been a week. It's been a very busy week. Um, but look, it it looks very cute, and um, I, I'm quite pleased to see something from Studio Ghibli in the bead type. Oh, busy day. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, Star Wars Visions was it was. Uh, I mean, it was interesting. It did bring in quite a lot of interesting, like, different studios and animation styles into that mix, which was pretty good. So, this can only be also interesting. Exactly. (laughs) So, I'm going to hold my tongue on this. I I have very few positive things to say about the Megacorp. Yeah, that's fair. Like, we... We, we've it's only three this. minutes long. This video. Yeah, it's def- It's it's a complete like short short. Um, so let's let's talk about um, something that we did mention in the podcast, an anime that make you cry in the podcast in the previous segment. <laughs> um, a place further than the universe. This Ew. is one of our favorites. This came out in 2018, 2019, I think. 2019. I'm pretty sure. Um, let me very 2018 January. Oh, yeah. Wow, yep. really? And then Crunchyroll streamed it as it aired. Um, wow. So that was the was that the first season of this podcast? Yeah, man. I think that was one of the things that kind of pushed us into doing it because we really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. It was... God, it was such a beautiful anime. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it again tonight, aren't I? (laughs) You might have to. So, Anime Limited has announced on Friday at its Anime NYC panel that Studio Nano, which is a good group, is producing an English dub for A Place Further Than the Universe and it will have its world premiere at Anime NYC event on Saturday. So, that was yesterday in panel room four, which would be happening... about six hours ago from our time because of the 15 hour time difference um company unveiled the dub cast it's pretty good um, listeners this is as close to the 10 as we like we were talking about yeah. how we never give anything a 10 this is one of the ones we probably gave a 9.5 to because this mm. is one of our big favorite animes if you get the chance yeah go out and watch like the non-dubbed one and especially be excited for this yeah. dubbed one. This is so voice mm, actor so um, who's in lead role is Xanthi uh, Hun Hun. Is that a word? Xanthi uh, X A N T H E Hun H U Y N H. 
Um, now, she has done a lot of a, non-anime roles as well as anime roles. Uh, she a was a heck of an exotic name. Uh, what's, what's she been in? Um, a lot. Um, she was in Pokemon. She's been mm-hmm. in a lot of games. Uh, Request, Death and End, Black, Blast Blue. Um, Blast Blue, all right. Yeah. Uh, Akaiba-chan as Patty, Aiko... Man, this, she was in the Bell movie as well. She was in Black Clover, Black Rock Shooter as uh, my, uh, Kuroi, who's the main character. Brand New Animal, Carol and Tuesday, oh. Sells at Work as the Platelet. Um, <laughs> she was. I love it already. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, she's going to be main girl then? Yes. Yeah. Um, I can she was the-, the main girl in Detective is Already Dead, Siesta. As uh-huh. well, like as you can see, I'm only in the D's. She was in Erased. She's in Eden Zero. Dropped out. Fruit Idol. Fruit Tart. Familiar of Zero. Fate Extra. Last Encore. FLCL Progressive. Um, Grand Blue Fantasy. Gundam Build Divers. High School Prodigies. Have it easy in another world. Like Higurashi. Like uh-huh. High High Rise Invasion. Hunter X Hunter. Very. Kion. She was Yui in Kion. Oh. There we go. That's the big one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that was where everyone was. Sorry, guys. K-On is bigger than Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no, f- for me, it is. Um, uh, Erica Mendez is playing uh, Shirase, which is the other main girl who's the one whose mother went to Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. Um, Erica Mendez is Megumin. <gasps> yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, she's in Promised Netherland, Little Witch Academia, Sailor Moon. Um, well, she's been involved in the actual production side of it. Uh, wow. She's in a lot. She's Retsko in Agretsko. Mm-hmm. Um, she's oh. uh, she was in Berserk as well as uh, Rickett, which is surprising. Uh, cells at work, the regulatory T cell. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, mm. mm. Very good. I'm trying. P- Roper. I'm trying to put these characters into like Hunter uh, X Hunter, Horimiya. <laughs> I'm trying to put these characters into um, place where the universe and. Yeah, it's it's coming together. Amelie, Amanda Lee is uh, Yuzuki, who is the uh, idol girl, mm-hmm. and then there is Kaylee Mills as Awesome Hinata. Why do I know that name? Kaylee Mills. Kaylee Mills. Because she's awesome. <laughs> I mean, look, these are great voice actors. This is going to be really good. Um, she was involved in Inspector, including doing the song adaptations for the insert songs. Mm. Uh, Tonikawa Over the Moon as part of the directing of the script and Vivi uh, Fluorite Eyes song. Cells at Work as well. Um, man, they're all in Cells at Work. Blue Period she's in. A Sentence of a Bookworm as Freida. Um, yep. Ghost in the Shell, the new version of it as Blair. one of the new characters. Um, yep. Um, you didn't enjoy that. You really didn't. Hey, guess what? Also in Hunter x Hunter. They just grabbed the whole Hunter x Hunter and Cells at Work cast. Uh, Yumiko in Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which was the oh. character who appeared in episode eight. So just a small one. Um, it says Dragon Ball Super. She's in the Bang Zoom dub, but it doesn't say who. Um, hmm. Yeah, look. But so, yeah, we're talking. Very, very experienced. She was Alice in Sword Art Online Alicization. Aha. Yeah. So look, this is going to be a great cast and there's so many more people involved in it uh, as well. There's Christina V is in there, uh, Morgan Laurie, Caitlin Elizabeth, Cassandra Lee, Daisy Guevara. There's, There's a lot and they're all tenured, good, high quality voice actors who've, you know, have shown that they can impart emotion into their voices. So this is going to be amazing. And um, 
Anime Limited is going to be releasing a collector's edition Blu-ray disc for the series. I suspect following that, Crunchyroll will probably make a deal to then get the mm. dub. Hopefully. I mean, they are the hub of anime, as they put it. So, you know, they don't have everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all your anime in one place next season. Uh, we forgot to announce the anime we had. So where did the original Bleach go? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Had that, didn't, didn't even announce that at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, cool. Uh, there's the controversy for this news. <laughs> um, Inspector which we did just Gadget. mention. Anime's second season has released its third video, January 8th debut. This has been delayed and delayed and delayed because of COVID. Their whole, the studio and the staff have had a horrible run. Yeah. So I'm very glad to see that they've gotten to this point. And if you haven't watched Inspector, it's adorable. It is funny and goofy and it's got a bucket load of Japanese lore and mythos in there. It's it's worth checking And the main out. characters have really good chemistry. They do. Mm. They really do. Like, they really play off each other's, uh, how would you put it? Like, they share, like, an interesting dynamic. They've got a really good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Also, like, you know, season one had super buff lady with hammer, which I thought <laughs> was hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, Makoto Shinkai's latest film, Suzume, has finally opened in Japan. You. It earned 1.88 billion yen in its first three days. I'm given to understand it, it utterly crushed Marvel. It did. Thank goodness. 13.5 million US dollars in three days for an anime film in Japan. That's that's good innings. Um, it sold 1.33 million tickets. Um, There's been a lot more buzz around Shinkai since uh, his last effort. Yeah. Everyone was taken aback by uh, your name. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, weathering with weathering you took with off and everyone's just like okay so it's very similar but it's still beautiful well me and Tifa were talking mm. about this on chat and where I like I adore weathering with you mm. um, this is probably more to do with my inclination towards the sciences and you know my interest in global warming and how it's all changing and that film was a message about it mm. yeah. yeah and because of that I think it didn't resonate with a lot of people because mm. it, it was quite confronting that idea. And we In don't, comparison to like a romance, like your yeah. name as well. Yeah. So. so like it, it, it had that romance in there and it was worth watching, especially mm. for that connection to your name. And I believe this film continues that trend of continuing that cinematic storyline. Mm. So I think the world Susume is going to be set in is post the events Aha. Uh-huh. Of um, Weathering With mm. You, which is why we're seeing all those derelict buildings around Japan that have got lots of water in them because sea levels have risen. Mm. Um, this film has outperformed your name. So that's the saying. The reviews as well. Yeah. Are like just phenomenal. Everyone's like, you know, your name was good. Weathering With You was good. was good. But, you know, it's like more of the same. And then they were like, this. This was something else. This sold forty, almost forty percent more tickets, and earned almost fifty percent more than your name. Holy in hell! Its first three days, like just watching the trailer alone, the music oh. firstly is just incredible. Wow. That's how you use music in a that film. Is how you use oh music my in a film. goodness! Yeah. And then secondly, it does a really good job. The trailer itself of having mystery around it, mm. and even though it's like telling just little bits of a story, it doesn't give it's you the full picture. Giving away very yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In comparison to a lot of other trailers, so you're <laughs> yeah. actually quite intrigued by what? What do you mean? There's this like magical chair, and what? What? What is happening here? Like yeah. you know, so. 
It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this uh, opened in Japan on Friday. It as immediately tops the box office, as you'd expect. Um, there's going to be an international release with Crunchyroll, Sony Pictures Entertainment, and Wild Bunch organizing that worldwide release, um, except Asia. Got to tell you, it's like, I, you know, new Shinkai movie coming out. I'm like, okay, that'll be cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Figures like that, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and it's going to get an international release in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crunchyroll is handling North American distribution, while Crunchyroll with Sony Entertainment will handle Latin America, South America, Australia, New Zealand, Middle East, Africa, and portions of Europe. Crunchyroll, if, you, if you're doing a premiere, even if it's in Sydney or Melbourne, I tell will us fly for this. Tell us before, well, not the day off. Tell us beforehand. Yes, please. Because, like, <laughs> please. Was, was it I one piece? Go to this. Was it? It was the Dragon Ball film they did that to us on, wasn't it? Yeah, like it was the morning of, and I was the like, morning I don't of, think I like, can make it. Hey, can can you get to Sydney in like four hours? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's for can starters, you pay me? It's a five and a half hour flight to yeah. get there, so no. <laughs> Look, it's like uh, I will say yes to that sort of stuff, provided they set me up a hotel room and a plane ticket. I'm okay. Well, no, I'll the, do the, it. <laughs> they're not going to do that. We're not big it, enough. No. <laughs> I am. It's a lot more about like the the connections of things. Yeah, you know, like meeting all these people and stuff. And for a film like this yeah. in particular, where there's been such good reviews and it is outperforming mm. so epically, I would expect or hope that the premiere that we have. Mm. It's going to be more epic than the premieres that we've had for Dragon Ball and yeah. One Piece Red and things like that. Yeah, but agreed. I could be wrong. This is Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get in early with them now and to say, hey, look, we'll we'll sign an NDA, non-disclosure agreement, and tell us when it's coming out, and we'll make sure we're available for the, the premiere mm. and see what they say. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to laugh because you know what the odds are. It's going to be when we're in Japan. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen that All happens right. I'm just gonna go into a Japanese cinema and watch it if it's still there probably won't it be probably I will find be. somewhere that is replaying it I will find somewhere you will find somewhere <laughs> there won't be subtitles but I'll find somewhere you're like I'll make it work I'll have the subtitles here and I'll scroll as the time goes by like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, alright now the other we've got a sequel um, which is one of Aaron's uh, favourite well one of the series he enjoyed um, which was By the Grace of the Gods so that's Second season has been confirmed. They've unveiled the song and artists um, this week, so they already they already said it was coming out. So Minda Ryan, who did the uh, opening theme for the last season of Slime, you know the yeah, give us a look at the the artwork. Yeah, it's very cute. Oh yeah, yeah, and they've got a new character, which is a fox girl. Nice. Naturally. I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the have, uh, slime ranching one, yes? Yeah, they've mm-hmm. changed who is in charge of the script. Um, oh. Not sure why, but it still seems to be with the same studio and everyone else. Maybe you know, there was a scheduling conflict. Who knows? Um, and the other one we need to talk about is Campfire Cooking in Another World with my absurd skill. Because I've been reading this manga for a while. <laughs> And it's actually a light novel. I didn't realize this. It's getting an anime by Mappa. Mm-hmm. Um, so I caught the trailer for it and uh, it looks dumb and I love it. Yeah. So th- this is an isekai, of course. Yeah. Um, you might recognize the name in Japanese more than English because it hasn't had an official English release. And that's Tondemo Skill de Isekai Horomeshi. And this is a series where a guy called Uchida gets 
isekai'd to another world. Along with uh, three other people, Two right? other people. Two others? All right. They were only meant to get two heroes that they summoned. He was not a hero. He doesn't want to be a hero. He wants to cook. <laughs> and so the other two have like, you know, the superpowers, the world saving abilities. Mm-hmm. He has access to Jay's store. Yeah. He, he, ba- he basically has an online supermarket. He can access and tr- trade stuff from his world for money in that world and then pull stuff out. <laughs> so he like goes, I need soy sauce. They have soybeans here. And the, the giant wolf who's his companion is like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Sounds tasty though. <laughs> I'll have that. And so he just goes camping. He he menu logs stuff yeah. from Japan. He t- he basically and becomes camps. a beast tamer because his food <laughs> is so good. <laughs> it's great. Um, so you've got Sui who is a slime, and you've got Fenry, which they've said is fell for some reason, but it's 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 Fenry is named after you know the wolf from Fenrir, yeah, yeah, Egyptian, not Egyptian mythology, um, Norse, Greek, yeah. Norse, Norse mythology. Thank you. <laughs> you I'm, got there in the end. I got yeah, there. Yeah. Well, you got there in the end. I just got <laughs> <laughs> my brain's just like, Ooh. um, but it basically, you know, he he's isekai he's thrown out by the kingdom because like we don't want you and then you know he gets Fenry and Fenry's gonna eat him <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I can make you something really delicious. And he goes. I will form a contract with you. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and see, this was a surprising thing for me as well because I watched the trailer and it appears that there is a silver-haired girl with little fox ears. I'm like, okay, so the giant wolf is going to turn into his cute, uh, cute animal girl sidekick. I'm 50 chapters in and no. And, yeah, and that doesn't happen. And that surprises me. This is not romantic at all. It is not harrowing at all unless you're a monster into you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, if you're into that, you're into that. Um, but you know, it's it's very much slice of life isekai, but not slow pace like the other ones. Because mm. he has no combat skills. Realistically, he does build them up over the course of the series, but he starts out without any combat skills, so he has to rely on those around him. So he is the chef, and you're basically seeing the adventures of Fenry and Swee through his eyes. Which is really cool. And I'm okay with this. Yeah. It's really funny too. Like Fenry is like, just turns into like a massive dog that can tell you it's hungry. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, look, can Beautiful. you, he's like, I need it's you what to. what every dog owner like, dreams of. Well, basically Fenry's like, I'm really hungry. He's like, we're out of meat. And he's like, I'll go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back and he's like, slayed a dragon. And everyone's like, he goes into the adventurer's guild and goes, I've got some dragon skins. And they're like. Did you slay that dragon that no one's been able to kill for like the last 30 years? And he's like, I don't know, Fenry, did you? He's like, he was nothing. (laughs) Hey, dog, ate my homework. And they're like, we don't have enough money for this level of equipment that you've given us. We can't pay you. And he's like, that's all right. Let's strike a deal. (laughs) Can you give me some supplies? (laughs) And they're like, okay. So, yeah, it's brilliant. It has a business mind adventure. He, he joins the Merchant Guild and then oh. he also joins the Adventurers Guild. He goes Cute. adventuring, but he's obviously, because he's not a high-ranked adventurer, he can't get the high-level mm. quests. So Fenry gets an Adventurers tag, I think, um, which fell. I don't like that name. It's Fenry. Like, embrace the mythos. Like, go All for right, it. fine. I'm reading the manga. It's great. <laughs> 
Um, it's it's so much fun. Um, I I haven't read it for a couple of months. I've been mean because I've been mm. one piecing, um, and I need to get stuck back into it because it's so much fun. But yeah, look, um, this is going to be good. Uh, January's looking to be a really good lineup. I'm very excited. Mm. Um, and the last thing we do have to mention: High Dive has acquired Oshinoko Idol Anime for 2023. Now, this is an anime about a doctor who's reborn as an idol's mm-hmm. child. It's going to premiere with a 90-minute episode, and this is by Aka Akasaka, the creator of Kaguya-sama Love is War. Is this an isekai? I guess it's... I mean, it's not another world. It's a reincarnation story, though. Mm. Rie Takahashi is voicing I, the main character. Reincarnated as a slime doll? <laughs> slime doll? <laughs> Just... <laughs> <sighs> I love that so much, but it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Aaron's not here. I have to supply the cringe. <laughs> so the manga story begins with Goro, a doctor who coincidentally handles the childbirth of his favorite idol, Ai Hoshino, who took a hiatus for the ent- from the entertainment industry-, industry to give birth to her twin children. However, just before Ai gives birth, Goro dies from an accident and is reborn Truck. as one of her children. Aquamarine Hoshino, with his memories fully intact. It is a comedy as well. It is also quite heartfelt and it also has drama. God, I have questions. I am so, <laughs> like, I've been resisting the urge to read this. Like, oh, the manga won first place in the seventh Next Manga Awards in 2021. It won the best general manga category in the 46th Kadansha Manga Awards this year. It was nominated for the 26th annual Tezuka Osama Cultural Prize Whoa. this year. It's been nominated for the 14th and 15th Manga Taisho Awards, ranked number seven on the list of top 20 manga for male readers in 2020. And it has over 3 million copies in circulation just in Japan. This gives me more questions. I have more questions It's going to be so good. <laughs> the Tezuka Awards aren't a small thing. They're and not. This sounds... Yeah. Questions! <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'm sure when this comes out, we'll have a full episode debriefing on it. This looks, yeah. It yeah, looks great. Um, does it? Yeah. 20, <laughs> look. yeah does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's premiering with a film, basically. Like... What? Yes. <laughs> what? Just I, I, I just really hope they balance the uh, idol element correctly with the story element. Like we don't want it to be all about the singing. What? Like, it's it needs a good balance. Yeah, you can keep watching. I'm still not going to expand on this any further. <laughs> um, can I threaten you too, please? No, because <laughs> I haven't read it. Um, the director is the. Uh, there's two directors. There's Nekotomi Chow and Hiramaki Daisuke. Um, Nekotomi did Love is Like a Cocktail, which is the couple mm. com- uh, where they're having drinks together. Yeah, yeah. And Hiramaki did Selection Project, which I believe is an idol uh, series. It's being mm. animated at Doga Kobo, who are very quickly becoming one of my favorites. Like Their animation is beautiful um they always fit it correctly i find um series composition is being done by tanaka jin who did the misfit of demon king academy and hiriyama kana is designing the characters they did the character design for rent a girlfriend for the series and the carrot like look say what you will say what you will for rent a girlfriend it was beautiful like the art style so look there is a lot of people oh fun fact Akasaka, who wrote Kaguya Summer Lovers War, mm. is writing this but not drawing it. Mm. Yoko right. Yari, who did Scum's Wish, is the artist. Mm. I, oh. I believe. 
Yeah. My st- oh, Oshinoko translates to my stands kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> you two are just like, this is awful. <laughs> and uh, with that bombshell. I'm going to stand this so hard. (laughs) That is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next time. cannot stand anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, Naruto's 20th anniversary. We should have done this earlier when the actual event was, but look. I, I don't. I think that kind of got drowned out with all the other stuff that was going on. It's the kicking off with a series based on Boruto's son, Gigato. <laughs> I can't back that up. Gigato, yes. the biggest toe you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna oh fight. Oh what, what did Rock, Rock Lee's son is Metal Lee, isn't it? Yes. So then it's gonna. He's gonna be teamed up with Metal Lee's son. Clay Yes, Clay Lee. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they have to all be really weird. What did Sakura and... Um, Sarada. 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 So, Sakata? Sakata. Rice crackers here in Australia. Sorry. They <laughs> <laughs> had a really weird advertising campaign where everyone's going, Sakata. Um, it, was, it was catchy. It was catchy. It got stuck in your head. Now, if you have enjoyed what you've heard... Um, good <laughs> um, we have questions but yeah we have questions but sugoi sugoi daisuki um <laughs> peanuts um <laughs> uh, we'd love for you to hit the subscribe button and join us if uh you haven't already and if you are over on youtube hit that like button as well let you know thoughts in the comment section on the note of youtube Yes, there haven't been very many videos recently. There have been extenuating circumstances such as moving house and then the COVID. Um, so yeah. apologies for that, but we did still manage to put out the interview we did with the voice of Rebecca from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. She's fun. Alex Cazares is amazing, and I'm gonna have to hit her up again. I might see if we can get her to do like. A, oh, I wonder if we can get her to do an episode and talk about her favorite anime. That'd, That'd be, be cool. pretty cool. Also, oh, Alex, I know you're probably listening now because you started listening. Hi. <laughs> G'day, <laughs> Thank Alex. You. Um, look, uh, we, we, we love her. She's great. And uh, you should definitely check out the video. She's so much fun to talk with and just such a lovely person. Um, now, if you would like to support the channel, we have a Patreon. We've got extra content on there, including the Paris show, where it is not in our PG bracket that we keep the main show we um, talk about all kinds of stuff and we're allowed to say the naughty naughty words all kinds of things yeah look we, we went pretty dodge this week there were a lot of tangents about a lot of saucy things that is not suitable for the main <laughs> podcast but look, if that's uh, that's your cup of tea, we need an outlet. Otherwise, it leaks into the main <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, and on that note, if you would like to join the Quiet Folk community, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, TikTok, other socials, we're around. Um, we'll see how long Twitter survives before it burns. <laughs> um, and yeah, burn, 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 Twitter, burn. <laughs> um, we've got two episodes left for this year, which is. Nuts. I can't believe it's not the end of November already. So, wait, I thought it was still 2020. No. No, no. (laughs) It's 2022. It's the second iteration of the reboot of 2020. 2020. 
Number three, Electric well, Boogaloo. Well, 2021 sounded bad because it sounded like 2020 beat us. Because it won. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, um, we have two episodes left. Next episode is Naruto, and then it's going to be our new year in... Year in look back? That does not sound right. A year in review. A year in review. Hang on, I've got a name for it. I actually named the folder. <laughs> End of year wrap up. Okay. We were doing anime awards and there will be an anime awards segment to this, but, but it's, it's, yeah, our usual format was very, very long winded and I, yeah. Don't Aww. say the word. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Are we serious? Yeah. People seriously don't like the C word. Like it's even the big C word. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening None to Wi-Fi Radio. Kenny's not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, you. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, thank you for joining us and for putting up with our rambling. And sorry. Um, until next time, watch, watch some anime. anime.